So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on merchandise. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is not bad. With Will Wilkins. And America. But nobody knows that yet. Hi, everybody. My name is Will. My name is Trent. And my name is Marco. See, that's all of us. We're the NetHeads. <laughs> we are indeed. How the heck are y'all doing on this? Man, this is a big Sunday night. Big Sunday night. Huge. I Epic. F- I almost feel like we're doing the wrong damn thing right now by having a podcast. No, we're like the red carpet lead-in. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, people can just listen to it later anyway. No. Ah, that's true. Exactly. Well, that's the whole point. I mean, we are multifaceted. We're multi-purpose. We create one type of content and we uh, disperse it amongst many different types of content. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing tonight because yep. uh, just eh, we're starting this eh, typically NetHeads fashion a little late if you're listening live. If you're not, mm, then you don't care. But, you know, in about 42 more minutes, it's going to be mm-hmm. the world premiere, premiere of Comic Book Men on AMC. Mint condition, and I have uh, seen it, and I like it. Oh, so, so this is this is the first print uh, edition, um, not limited, mind you, to no. the whole world. No, widely accept, uh, widely found. This is the uh, death of Superman Mylar bagged uh, edition of Comic Book Men, and it's, it's the one better. that you don't want to miss. No, you don't, because the first one. Now, here's the thing. I like I said, I've seen it. I love it. Now, the problem is. I'm biased because I I know these guys. I mean, right. I, I'm not like personally. I interact with Ming a lot. That's the only one I interact with a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the format was really smart. I, I think the way they have it structured is great. I find the show highly entertaining. So what I'm going to do, something I never do, because okay. technically you should really be supporting the cause and watching The Walking Dead right now. Correct. I'm not going to go that far. That show doesn't need any help with ratings. No, it's just yeah. fine. At least not as far as I'm concerned. So what I'm going to say is, when NetHeads gets to 7 o'clock Pacific time, 10 o'clock Eastern, I'm going to say either turn us way the hell down <laughs> and make sure your your TV is on comic book men or get rid of us entirely. 
Yeah. We that, want good ratings for the boys. That's what I want. Can can you all make that happen for me? That's what I'm asking for. And, it, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're like, what the hell is he talking about? Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time and Pacific, you can watch Comic Book Man on AMC. Now, this is this is Brian, Walt, uh, Ming, and Michael Zapsik. All of these guys, uh, you hear most of them on Tell Them Steve, Dave. they got a television. If you're listening to this podcast, you got to know about this by now. I you, should hope so. You have to. I mean, because if if you're listening to this podcast and you're completely unaware of it, I'm amazed. There's no other way to put it. This is what we've been waiting for our entire lives. I mean, we talk about being out of the zeitgeist. Uh, I mean, this this is the, the, the zenith of nerd culture. The zenith? Yeah, you like that? No, you're using terms again. I just don't understand. <laughs> now, Americo, this is, a, this is a house of learned men, so please learn me on what he means by the zenith. Um, well, I'm as lost as you are, actually. Oh, okay. I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for an explanation. <laughs> All right, never mind. So you, Trent, this is a home of learned men. Please yes. tell us. He is the learned man. Yeah, exactly. This, this is this is the height. This is the the uh, you know the Rubicon. From here, there is no return, my friends. Okay, once again, uh, I just got to say, stop with your fancy twenty-five cent words. <laughs> Break out a set of crayons and write out an explanation I can understand. We did the nickel words around here, sir. <laughs> It'd be good night for things of geekedness, is what make he's me, trying to say. Make I think. me happy. Just tell me what the hell you're saying. This is this is uh, you know really important. Okay, very good. Now that, you couldn't just say that and save everybody the past two and a half minutes. Um, by the way, folks, if you are listening live or hell, even if it's after the fact, you want to take part in the program, you can. You can do it one of uh, many ways. I don't want to limit the numbers now because, you know, technically there's the smail bag link on the Smodcast website. You could use that. But also, if you're in Twitter, you can do a hashtag netheads. That way, we'll see, that way we'll see your comment. You can also give us a call at 866-610-9455. Or if you can't dial that number, it's 925-238-9020. Uh, so, yeah, you can uh, take part that way. Now, I uh, I, I really... Tonight's also the premiere, of course, the mid-season premiere of The Walking right. Dead. And yes. uh, I'm wondering, you see, the thing is, technically speaking, the mid-season finale was kind of like, as far as I'm concerned, probably if you look at it structurally speaking, the middle of the second act. Right. All right. Because mm-hmm. there's like, there's 12 or 16 episodes this season, 13, something like that. Who cares? And so it was really hard to judge the first half of the season because, well, moved a little slow. And oh, yes, and, at, you a, know, at a zombie's pace, even. Yeah, very good. And, you know, they're building up to something. So if if the season had not been interrupted, well, first of all, if the season hadn't been interrupted, it might have not have been a comic book man. So let's not worry about that. <laughs> but uh, let's also um, focus on the fact that it was the middle of the story. And I'm actually very eager for tonight's premiere because I want to see where they're going with all of this. Right. You know, I mean, and also I really like the fact that they have in some ways differentiated themselves extremely from the comic book now uh, by eliminating a character that's been in the comics the whole time. Little little Sophia. 
Oh right. Ugh. May she rest in peace. Now, uh, Americo, are we? Are do you watch the Walking Dead, or are we leaving you out in the? Oh uh... no, no, I am a Walking Dead fan. I okay, have, good. You know, I love the show, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm just as excited as you are. In fact, well, now that's good to hear, because I was a little worried. Because <laughs> I, I think it's going to be great. I think um, well, I'm hoping it's going to be great. Uh, they left off at a like you said at, at a really high point and. I think uh, I don't know. Has it been a couple months? Yes, two, three months. Yeah, it's been too long. You know, honestly, too long between. But hey, you know, like you said, uh, we wouldn't get comic book men if it wasn't for it. You know, that's also the reason why they um, have been running a marathon all day, so we could all get caught up again. And if nothing else, you could at least watch the last episode before this one comes on, which you know I would have highly recommended to anybody because uh, some of the details. I was a little lost on. I would have loved to have rewatched it actually before watching the premiere. I'm not going to have that kind of time, nor will I have that luxury. So I will not be able to do that. But, um, you know, the, the, the most important details I remember, Sophia was in the barn. Uh, spoiler yeah. alerts. If you're, spoiler, yeah, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. It's been several months. But, but, but this <laughs> no, no, but, no, buts, yet, no, though. buts. I don't care. I don't so, care. So, like, the Aussies who are listening in the morning. They they haven't seen it. I'm just saying. Whatever. It's been all over the internet. It doesn't matter at this Go point. Go read the comics, people. If you need to catch up. <laughs> but they're different. But now look at the hashtag netheads and like, damn, you will. No, I didn't know there were zombies involved. What the hell, man? There's zombies in the show. Gosh, darn it! It makes sense now. Huh, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, by the way, uh, we are also, I, I don't want to, part of the reason why we were delayed, and I don't know if uh, those of you listening on the podcast will be able to catch up on this, but there's potentially something special tonight after our good friends that follow us Soundbite Nation. So mm-hmm. if you uh, have the ability to leave Sir Rudding, I'm going to tell you to do that now, just in case, just in case. Because you never know. I'm just saying, that, but that's all I'm going to say about that. So anyway, that's why we're delaying, blah, blah, bickety, blah, blah. So anyway, um, uh, have you guys had a good week? I have not really spoken to either one of you for the week. I also like, you know, hey, let's consider, sir, just our little private meeting place. Yeah, sure, people are listening, but tell me what's going on in your weeks. America, I'm going to start with you because you're the newest uh, player in this three-part act go ahead well let's see um in in tech news actually i, I got a couple new toys coming in um <laughs> one is uh next week ps vita comes out um i'm actually uh stoked about it i i really really looking forward to it you know new psp hand no ps excuse me uh playstation handheld um it's basically i played with it um it's a thing of beauty honestly it's a playstation 3 in your hands and you know it doesn't get better than that Wow. So the resolution's that good, the video game quality is that good. It is that good. I was completely surprised. It is a huge screen. Um I really thought that uh they were gonna be able to turn out, you know, something as good as a PS3, but uh, playing Drake's uh, uh Uncharted, the uh, uh, Drake's uh Golden Abyss or something, I forget what what the PS Vita version is. It turned out really nice and I've it runs smoothly and it's basically yeah, playing a PlayStation three game in your hand. Well, then I'm glad I haven't gotten a PS3 yet. <laughs> <laughs> What's nice about it is the integration. Uh, there's a lot of things like um, there's a lot of integration between the PS Vita and the PS3. At least 
the potential for integration is there. Um, the cross-platform playing is something that I'm really looking forward to. Like, if you have the game on your PS3 and the PS Vita, you can basically, you know, take your game save on the road with the same game, play it, come back, and you'll left off wherever you left off oh. on the PS Vita. You could do it on the PS3. So that is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome uh, concepts. Um, a couple other things like. Um, like this near functionality that they're trying to sport out um, where you leave your uh, PS Vita, you know, you go to your Wi-Fi spot, wherever you are. It'll tell you where other people who have PS Vitas are, say, in a five-mile five mile radius or ten-mile radius. It'll also show you what games they're playing. It'll, you know, little comments you can leave here and there. And then if they're close enough, you can play a game with them. It really just this nice little social thing that they're trying to mess around with. Well, it's all about the social now. Indeed. doesn't matter what venue you're in. It's all social mar- marketing. It's all social interaction. I mean, I was almost considering going to the Facebook timeline for a little while there. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen when they force you, Will, when it just, you just one day you show up and it's there? I'll probably spend several hours trying to decide which banner image really represents me. <laughs> That's right. what I'll do. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But that'll take you a good hour to figure that one out. It always takes me a good hour to figure out a nice background. I'm in, it's probably going to take me like 45, 50, 70 years. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it, it's no big deal. It, but the, the interesting thing is that they haven't yet. Rumor was it was going to happen February 1st. I don't. I haven't looked into it, but rumor has it that the reason why it hasn't been forced on us all yet is legal issues. Somebody else claims they have the uh, copyright to the concept of the timeline or something. Oh, really? Ah, it must be Doc Brown. I don't know who the hell else would have copy <laughs> copyright on a timeline concept. <laughs> Doctor Samuel if it, Beckett. If it divert, no, because Samuel Beckett's whole thing was that he takes the timeline and then scrunches it down to that little ball thing where he can jump around at any point in time. Also right. known as the string theory. Yes, yes. creating a wrinkle in time, if you will. Indeed, somewhat. Man, I would. The other night, I was uh, I was having trouble sleeping, and I came across an old episode of Quantum Leap, and I was just like, "Oh, I missed the show. That one was quality." Mm-hmm. And you know, it had it. Dean Stockwell, and uh, it was just a good show. They don't make shows like that anymore. <laughs> well, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you kids, making my day. No, it's 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 true because we see everything now has got to be like this long epic thing. There's no longer just like a like a story of the week type type deal. You know what I mean? It's 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 got to be Abrams esque of Lost, where it ties into you know weeks, into you know seasons, into series. Yeah, see the the idea of I mean, the idea of having an overall arc as well as episodics is right. is what really makes a show stand out. Say, like um, well. Say, say, like for example, uh, X Files. X Files had it over, over uh, a larger theme. Obviously, you know, it's you know whether or not we're going to get Mulder and is he going to see his sister and he's going. But in the meantime, you get really cool things happening, and I think uh, that's where Quantum Leap really just you know excelled as well in the storyline. Somewhat, and by the way, don't bring up the X Files. Those last two seasons. Oh no, man. I, I, I ignore the last two seasons. <laughs> oh, he's looking for his sister, but no. And when it finally comes down to it, his sister was was taken away by space angels to make sure she wouldn't suffer due to the what? I was like, what? No, yeah. you don't know what I'm talking about, Wikipedia folks. Uh, but you know, Quantum Leap was another one of those shows as well that had that uh, bit of an issue where they just. They they found out they were getting canceled, so they came up with an ending, 
but it a was very just, strange one. Yeah. It was yeah, it was one of those endings that that wasn't it didn't sit well with people. And the reason why it wasn't the episode itself, it was very interesting and entertaining because you know, it was like a just a gigantic uh callback to just about everything that had happened in the series. Mm-hmm. But it, there were all these wonderful little black placards telling us at the end of the show what was happening with white text. Uh, and one of them was that, you know, uh, Dr. Samuel Beckett, uh, you know, never returned. So it's like, what? What? He never gets well. to go home? Boy, that sucks. <laughs> well, he chooses not to go home, I believe. That that was the idea. That that was the concept. He, and, then, he, and then Stephen King was like, wait a second. I, I ended a story this way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, that, but, you know, actually... Another show recently, one of my liking, one we've talked about here many times, Chuck, two se- two weeks ago, I think it was, had its season finale. And its series finale, pardon me. And again, uh, just it was interesting, but I don't know what they were thinking because it there wasn't any real sense of closure. You know what I mean? Was it like the Roseanne ending? I don't even. Re- I, oh, actually, you know, no, but yes, I had to. No, I had to think about that for a second. You know, where suddenly we discover, like, you know, uh, the whole series. Fake, yeah, the whole series all... was fiction that she was oh, doing to deal with her loss and everything else. And oy vey, yeah, that's another one. I mean, really, just some of them are really bad endings. It's like I don't think they thought this through. I don't think they had an idea. Oh, and by the way, another th- I got to come back, guys. How can you lecture me about spoilers when on this very show we've already discussed this topic about what uh, about what happened on The Walking Dead? Oh, the only reason I brought up is because there were uh, some uh, Aussies and uh, Brits who were talking about uh, like, oh yeah, I've got to be careful because I haven't even seen this stuff yet. Yeah, well, too late. Sorry. <laughs> Someone is just an inconsiderate prick. Well, to me, spoilers doesn't really ruin it. I mean, it's the, you should watch it anyways because, you know, talking about it is nowhere near the same thing as actually seeing it happen. So, right, I mean, exactly. honestly, spoilers aren't, you know, the greatest, you know, thing to go bad in humanity. Mm-hmm. Right. But also, I mean, just uh, briefly retouching back on The Walking Dead. Um, so the 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 episode right before the the break was the first script that had hadn't been touched by Frank Darabont. Oh, really? Oh, wow! And so this whole second half is going to be all just um, you know, sans Frank Darabont. And um, I read a thing the other day talking uh, from uh, they did an interview with the showrunner, and he was basically saying, you know. Uh, it's a horror film, so ne- it doesn't necessarily have to be conflict from zombies. It could be, but it could also be internal conflict. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is where they start cutting the budget, not seeing yep. any zombies around. Yep. That, so so that, that might be what we're seeing here. Well, they've actually, if you think about it, they've been setting that up the whole time. Right, yeah. And if you read the comic, th- that same thing already exists. Like a lot of the times, the zombies themselves are just uh, they're as much an environmental element as trees and snow are. Right. You know what I mean? That primarily it's the human dilemma that uh, is exposed and explored. So, and actually, Robert Kirkman I think is a lot more involved now that Darabont's not there. Yeah, he's uh, constantly pimping for the show hardcore. Well, and he's also undergoing a lawsuit. Yes, he is. His co-creator. Apparently, slash, slash childhood friend. Oh, even better. 
Yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh, Robert Kirkman, uh, I can't remember the name of the other gentleman. Not important right now. Like I said, Wikipedia, Google, they're your friends. <laughs> they co-created the first six issues. It was actually the guy, I think, that did the ink on the first six issues as well. Tony Moore. Yeah, he was the artist. Uh-huh. And so they were involved in the first six issues. And after that, you know, uh, Kirkman did something, got him to, you know, bought the rights from him. And then next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. <laughs> and and he is none too happy now. Tony is no happy. Mm-hmm. So he is currently suing. And and that, you know, but it seems like these kind of things always happen. Like, wasn't uh, Scott McFarlane? No, wait, what's his name? Todd McFarlane? Todd McFarlane. That's it. Scott Todd. Eh. <laughs> Todd McFarlane was involved in some big lawsuit over the Spawn series as well with Neil Gaiman, I think. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. I think it was over Spawn. I think it was Todd McFarlane and, and Neil Gaiman. I think. Not exactly sure. Can't quote you on it. Don't quote me on it is actually what I'm meaning to say. <laughs> right. I really just don't care. Um, you, you can quote me. Just make it up. <laughs> say you read it, it somewhere. On, yeah, put it on Wikipedia because, you know, no, yeah. Open up Notepad, type it out, say you read it there. It's truth. <laughs> Speaking of of truth on the internet, um, this is not funny. I'm sorry, I chuckled ahead of time. Uh, everybody already knows. Every uh, it's beautiful. I've uh, been downstairs, you know, with my wife during the day, and she'll just suddenly, uh, you know, like let's say 25 minutes have gone by, and suddenly, so, oh my gosh, Whitney Houston died. Oh, you know, like 15, 18 minutes later. Oh my, did you know Whitney Houston died? <laughs> Because it's just like it keeps coming up via Twitter and Facebook. People keep rehashing it. And then in, in all seriousness, she looked at me like, did Keanu Reeves die? I said, highly doubtful. Somebody is just trying to take advantage of the uh, right. negative energy on the Internet and tap into it. And then that's the case. So we all know Whitney Houston passed away. Unfortunately, probably due to drugs. I think Kurt Sutter retweeted somebody who who probably summed up my thoughts best and I'm wondering if the coroner is going to coroner is going to list Bobby Brown as the cause of death <laughs> because <laughs> if she had never become involved with that man who knows yep. how her life may have turned out totally agree with you on that because I, I find it very hard to believe that her involvement in drugs wasn't uh, maybe not introduced but not if not amplified by Bobby Brown yeah oh, I'm sure it was that was a chaotic relationship I mean for Kind of, you saw it on TV. They had a reality show on TV about their chaotic relationship, and it, it was just going downhill. I, but she, you know, they separated, right? They, you know, she, she was, she seemed like she was doing better. That's the sad part is that she, you know, she was, I think, new album or new songs coming out and mm-hmm. everything. And, um, it looked like it was just on that road. Um, from what I've read, uh, the last thing I read uh, like an hour ago, uh, autopsy, uh, they're doing it still, uh, not sure what it is, but more than likely she, uh, she was drinking the night before and may have mixed medications by accident and slid into the tub and drowned. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. And they actually found her, um, face, uh, drown- face in the, in the water. They, they found her in the water. So she may have taken pills and uh, alcohol and then accidentally slid all the way down into the tub. Whoa. Yeah, poor thing, man. Yeah. yeah, that's man, and that's just one of those things. Like, uh, I mean, how many people have, have have we seen that have have gone this way? And like, uh, it was a Patton Oswalt sent out a tweet just recently saying, like, okay, people, this is this is the time to take Lindsay Lohan and just be like, shake, 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 shake. Look at these people around you. Look at what you're heading for. Yeah, look at what drugs can do to you. Right, man. It's 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 no it's no laughing matter. 
By the way, gentlemen, I'd like to uh, welcome Amy Rothenberg to the line. How are you doing, Amy? Amy. Good evening, gentlemen. Hi, Amy Kins. Hello. I had to jump in on the Whitney Houston talk. I did read something earlier today that said um, that more than likely she drowned in her bathtub. Wow. Hold on. I'm sorry. I think I heard an echo. No, we were <laughs> while you were calling us, Americo just brought that up. But, you know, that's not uh, something that people conventionally do. True, true, but it might have been they were saying something about the Xanax that she was on plus alcohol yep. equals right. a really long bath. Yeah. Unfortunately a very long one. And and it's just it's so it, my wife was uh, a lot of people have reposted it the uh, the footage of her singing one of the best renditions of the Star Spangled Banner ever. And you just Yeah, I watched that again last night. I think if I hearing her voice, hearing Karen Carpenter's voice, you know, both of them just it, it makes me sad now. Makes me really, really sad. And for those of you that don't know who Karen Carpenter is, shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you. <laughs> Because that's a very dated reference. I'm speaking of a singer who's not been around since the 70s. Go ahead, bring that up, Will. Good. A lot of people can relate to that. Hey, at least two people, at least one person on the phone can relate to that. So. <laughs> I miss Mama Cass. Oh. <laughs> 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 wow. This is the downer episode. Quick, somebody get some Zoloft in this show. We need a lift. Aww. Woo! I'm going to be podcasting from my bed from now on. <laughs> Meanwhile, Will just walks away and walks into the shower with the cold water on for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my. Why did the show go so dark? Why? I deserve this. I deserve this. <laughs> Sorry, what were we saying? We need a Kevin Costner to come save us. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what else is going on, Amy? How you doing? Um, you know, hanging in there, another week down, another week to go. Um, yeah, another another week closer to death with the way this show is going. <laughs> now, see, that's your fault. You just brought it right back down again. <laughs> Glad I could help. It's just this is one of those ones. It's just a weird day. Just a damn weird day. There's yeah. no other way to put it. It's been a weird weekend. And and. The Beach Boys reunite on stage. It's very, very weird. I'm watching the Grammys with the sound turned down. But you're going to cut away from the Grammys in another 18 minutes, right? Correct. There you go. Got to watch yes. that AMC. The really cool thing, at least about AT&T U-verse here in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area, is that at 7 o'clock, I could see Comic Book Men as well. Oh, cool. The HD feed ah, is the East right, Coast three hours. Feed. That's right. Yeah, I got mad at Trent yesterday because he's like, hey, SNL's pretty good tonight. I'm like, how is that possible, dude? It's 1030 <laughs> your time. Like, well, and, you know, Mormon politics. The Yeah, the no, M- it's it's so, so uh, the, the Mormon church owns the NBC affiliate here, which is why they, you know, they didn't ever air Coupling and they never aired uh, Playboy Club. And they've never, and, re, you know, the past 10 years, they've never aired SNL. Wow. And, yeah, yeah, and so it's 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 picked up by the CW affiliate, and they just broadcast it at during uh, when it's live uh, from New York. Dang, huh. that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's why I miss my original Directv account with those grand fought with my uh, East Coast feeds, man. Oh. oh, yes, I did enjoy last night on SNL the um, 
the special guest on Weekend Update. Oh, yeah, that was good, because they had another uh, in the cage with Nicolas Cage, but this time right, it was yes. Nicolas Cage and his clone, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> which gave Nicolas Cage a great moment to to lash out at Andy Samberg, because he was just like, you know, this is the, I'm a more, uh, or Samberg says this clone is the more muted, controlled clone, right. and then, you know, Nicolas Cage himself refers to Andy as the, uh, you know. As Nicholas Cage, you know, and this is the loudmouth, crazy, completely psychotic Nicholas Cage. <laughs> well, I thought the line that got the the big applause line I thought was great, which was one of the one of the uh, necessities of any Nicholas Cage film is that any line is either whispered or screamed. I missed it. I'm sorry. I was reading the damn tweets. I can't do that. <laughs> Well, he's so monotone, you know. He's a Nick Cage. The way his de- his deliverance on certain lines, like so quiet and under breath, and yet, you know, and then he gets really excited all of a sudden. You know, that's a you know that's his for acting forte right there. I got confused <laughs> right. when he showed up. I'm like, what is he pushing? But then right after Weekend Update, it cut to a commercial of Ghost Rider yeah, Two. Yep, that's right. Like, well, yeah, I think they should something on update about Ghost Rider Two. I missed it. I wasn't really paying close attention. I was busy trying to program the Tell em Steve Dave marathon for today. So uh, SNL was going okay. in the background, and I was as I was bitching and complaining at software. God damn it, why isn't this working? What happened? Why isn't the Phil Hartman still on, damn it? What's going on? <laughs> anyway. Well, thanks for the call, Amy. Really appreciate it. Not a problem, gentlemen. Have yourself a good one. You too. Okay, there we go. And America is still there. Life is good. Uh, So, gentlemen, uh, yesterday, uh, because apparently there's some behind-the-scenes things going on here. Uh, With what? Well, my office is a ramshackle mess. It always has been. Uh, It's comprised of furniture that's thrown together, things I've picked up here and there. Not quite as good as uh, Trent's army surplus table, but, you know, (laughs) that kind of stuff. And, well... Apparently, my wife, and uh, for lack of a better term, America's wife, have been make plotting, if you will. Oh no! Oh no! To get him here live in studio. Oh, I like this idea. So yesterday, I found myself at the one place where time stands still. My I- room, IKEA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like what was here? No. I am. Um, it's no, a vacuum of time. Yeah, it really is. You walk in there, it's an alternate reality. And the only thing I, I love about IKEA is every time I go in there, I'm like, man, living in a loft wouldn't be that bad if I had enough money to furnish it this way. Right. Because they do some amazing things with little spaces. But, you know, I was looking, I don't know about you guys. If you look at the furniture on IKEA, you go, God, that looks like crap. Oh, no, IKEA's website, that is. But, ah. So I wanted to go there to get an idea to actually see some stuff. Because I, I would like to make my office look nice. I, I would like it to be a real office. I'd like to have a real uh, something that was actually intended to be a full-blown desk instead of a, a freaking door with legs. Right. And so I, I was there for, oh, gosh, three, four hours. No, it wasn't that long. It was like we were there for an hour easy, though. And But it's just amazing the way they – it's almost like the Disneyland of furniture stores because they just keep directing you through one scenario to the other. It is. It's like small world of furniture. You know, it's like, here's your gloopin' gloopin'. You can sleep in this. And look, we set it up all beautiful over here with this slacking flacking. 
Yeah, and no, it's it, the origin is Swedish, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to insult the Swedish language at all, but you know, we were walking around at one point, and my wife said, "Where are you going?" I said, "Oh, I'm looking for a Florgendor." She's like, "Why are you making up words?" I'm like, "Why am I making up words? Look at the names of all this crap." See, if if they really wanted to to own it, they should uh, contract with the Muppets to get the Swedish cook. The Swedish, yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Ruth, <laughs> goes, Ruth goes pointing out online. Ruth is part of me uh, on Twitter. She's saying we were not plotting. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> considering that I didn't even hear about this till you just mentioned it. <laughs> That's plotting. <laughs> That's plotting. Exactly. If not all parties are informed, there. That's it's back. It's back wound deals and seedy goings on. Uh, but no, actually, it's if you think about it though, it's actually really sweet because my wife, she's the one that keeps saying, you know, if you're gonna have a home office, you should make it look like an office, which makes perfect sense to me. Correct. And she's the one that keeps pushing for it. I've been looking at the same bookshelf without shelves in it now for what a year. A year and a year and a half, because you know we moved and I can never find the pegs to put the shelves back in. It's like, well, okay, write that one off. See, and for me, it's I always lose the pegs, so it's like, okay, I'm going to use this pen in the peg until it breaks. <laughs> oh, uh, Bill Stranahan's bringing it up. It's hard to get out of the IKEA before you eat the meatballs. Then they have you hooked. <laughs> it's true though. You smell those things cooking from a mile away. Yeah. Is and that I, what that is? Yes, it's mainly the Swedish meatballs. And you gotta know it's their main item of sell because, of sale. Because when you get there, it's like they have all these little pictures for little menu items. And then there's a poster board of meatballs. Mm -hmm. I thought that's just how this furniture smelled. No, it's no, <laughs> it doesn't. It does not smell, but they are Swedish meatballs. Go If that figure. was the case, all my furniture would be Ikea just for the <laughs> smell. <laughs> I've yet to have an IKEA Swedish meatball. Yeah, but then then poor uh Trent would have been like during the Nagathon, he's busy gnawing on his table like <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I just, it's so so good, I want to it's eat delicious. it. <laughs> God forbid if you ever have to pee while in the middle of an IKEA, mm -hmm. you're you might as well just sit down and, and pee your pants because there is no way of getting out of there in a timely fashion. No. There oh is. yeah, he, yeah. You have to like cross three bridges with four trolls. It's ridiculous. Well, they're yeah, and I don't know why they do that. It's, it's like, where's it's, the restroom? It's like, it's like walking on the Bifrost to Asgard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and you notice the one—that's the one thing they don't really have a lot of demonstrations of—is bathrooms because they know we're gonna have to clean these things out every five minutes. <laughs> oh, I shit you not. Last time I was there, I contemplated stopping in the bathroom section and just taking care of business. <laughs> Yeah, but I think the yesterday's office furniture trip is also going to result in new bedroom furniture trip. I've been married for, I've known my wife for 21 years. I've been married for almost 18 years, and we have yet to actually buy a bedroom set. It's been hand-me-downs and put-togethers and all that stuff. Uh, but, you know, you look at their prices, you look at the stuff, and you're like, well, hell, I'll find a way to afford that. So finally going to get a new dresser, probably even a new bed frame. We're going to make everything match. It's going to be nice. Really? It's going to be pretty. Because so I'm assuming, like, when, when, when you first, and obviously I'm assuming here, when you first get married, it's kind of just like a hodgepodge of, of both of your stuff putting it together. Mm-hmm. Well, it was originally. Then, um, and then it mostly became her stuff? Then we got, no, then we got a, a hand-me-down um, set of furniture. 
So we use that. And by the way, honey, when we were, uh, if you're listening right now, which at some point you are, uh, we, we forgot about nightstands. We looked at the dresser. We looked at the other dresser. We looked at the bed frame, but we forgot about nightstands. So we got to look at those. Ned got the clues memos for, for Will to revisit throughout the week. <laughs> Just use the sticky notes, you lazy bastard. Don't make us listen to this crap. Oh, I love today. Boy, I love today. Okay, so uh, America brought some tech to the table, Trent. That means it's your turn. What do you got for me? Uh, okay, okay. Uh, in the theme of podcasting, a um, couple of things. Uh, oh, my few God. Weeks if ago, you're using this time uh, to start whoring for your other shows, I am going <laughs> to drop your call nope, faster nope. than – okay. Go nope, ahead. not even. Not even. I'm going to mention those other sure. ones. If you want to check them out, though, just follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like, a, like what? Like some uh, comic book one now? Yeah, yeah, I've got a comic book one now. Not even going to mention Zeros and Heroes. Right, exactly. Don't, please. I wouldn't. Um, So I I, I bought a DSLR camera, and the problem, the main flaw to those is... is, (laughs) Sorry, Lee just tweeted, I thought Will was calling Trent honey. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's how I refer to America. Thank you. Yes, God, come on now. Get the name straight. We all all know that I'm sweet tits. Yes. No, sugar tits. If you want to get it right. Come on now. I'm honey buns. You're sweet tits. Sugar tits. What's wrong with you guys? Sorry. These are the terms that we use. Come on now. Oh, my God. That's great. Uh, no. Um, so the, the problem with DSLR cameras is the, the audio mics that they use are essentially just like what you'd have in a cell phone. And so I purchased it's it's a basically a digital field recorder that you can run like a whether XLR boom mics or just the three quarter not three quarter um you know three point five millimeter mics into um, and it records it in in a file of you know onto an SD card really really cool um, but what I've been using now is I also just bought a Yamaha mixing board and so I have the capability of recording audio without a computer ever. That's crazy it's, talk. It's it's really you know shorten things down into uh, what you need to carry around. Oh, um, the cool thing about the digital recorder as well is it has um, mics on it as well, so I could just <clears throat> excuse me, I could just stick it in someone's mouth and uh, get you know any type of uh, audio from them. <laughs> Thank ooh, God I ooh, can ooh, sound ooh. bite that one. <laughs> I could stick it in his mouth. I could just stick oh, it yes. in, in somebody's mouth. Yeah, we'll throw that one in there. I'll wait. I'll wait carefully until Trent says "hot dog" one day. (laughs) Get in my mouth, Lord. (laughs) Anyway, um, if if you're looking at them, you can you can Google it. It's made by Tascam, T A S C A M, and it's the DR100. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been meaning to get one of those too as a backup means for recording the show. I am very, I am extremely uncomfortable with the concept of a single point of failure. Yeah, agreed. You know, you have to have redundancies, you know, because it, one incorrect click of a button, one accidental deletion, and boom. Gone. Gone. So, but if you have two things running at once, you're covered. I like that. I want that. I need that. Hey, you know what, guys? Should we answer Francis' call? I I think it's about time. Okay, yeah, hold on. It. Let's see if I can do this the right way. Let's uh, add him to the conference. Hello, Francis. Hi. Welcome to the show. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. Good. What you got for us this week, man? Come on. Bring the heat. Can we talk about Captain Marvel? Okay. Trent, host of Zeros and Heroes. 
Francis. Well, okay, the question is, are we talking about Captain Marvel or are we talking about Captain Marvel? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Captain Shazam. Okay, okay, so we're talking Shazam here. All right. Yeah, now, obviously, I'm going to be a little more versed in the Marvel section. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but, I mean... I don't know a whole lot about uh, the Captain Marvel, aside from what I've been watching in um, the new, uh, basically Teen Titans on um, Teen Titans. Marvel. Or, younger, yeah, on Marvel. Cartoon Network. Well, do you want to do you want to learn us, sir? Well, an old wizard named Shazam gave him the powers of six gods. Six gods? Is it any particular six gods, or is it just, you know, it's like, well, a god is this powerful. Throw in five more. Uh, Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Now, Black Adam is kind of like the anti-Captain Marvel, right? Right, he's empowered by Egyptian gods. As opposed to Greek gods. Yeah. Okay, so it's, so it's, it's a, just a matter of you like a kebab versus... Something else. Exactly. <laughs> so you you want to you want to talk about the new the new storyline of I mean is he in the is, is he part oh, of the new part of, yeah is he part of the fifty two that's the big question because yeah. I, I haven't been go ahead well I haven't been reading it um, well, like then why are you bringing it up dude. <laughs> Come on now! I like the Shazam archives. They're good. Oh, okay. So you're uh, you're you're Shazam. a guy that likes to live in the past, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Well, not, I don't fault you for that because you know what you like and you like to stick with it. Yeah. Yep. You know, because the only exposure I had ever to Captain Marvel, who was conventionally known as Shazam, right, was yeah. the uh, was the short lived live action uh, Saturday morning show. <laughs> what? I didn't even know this that. existed. Oh yeah, there was. It was the late seventies, early eighties, somewhere in there, and uh, they it was, uh, you know, Billy was running around in a van across the country with, um, uh, you know, an older gentleman. I think. <laughs> Don't read anything into that. <laughs> but the really interesting thing is that they were taking their orders from like the elders or something, you know, or the given direction or to take action. And what that was, it was just like this uh, clear blob with colored stone blobs on it on the dashboard of their car that would light up as they were communicating with them, a van or whatever it is. And okay. so that's the only exposure I had to. And then it was followed up by like they also had one for ISIS. So. Oh yeah. Yes, I remember the ISIS series. Um I as far as as far as I can remember with Captain Marvel in the in the series right now, he um he was in the trials of there was a series of the trials of Shazam during Final Crisis and uh where Black Adam uh you know gave his powers to Mary uh Mary Batten, I believe her name is. Uh and then yeah, she turned kind of evil. Um and then they kind of disappeared after that uh for a good long while until uh they they came up a little bit during Flashpoint, um, right? And from what I hear, the DC might bring back Captain Marvel as a as an appearance uh, uh, character in um, Justice League uh, number seven, I think. Mm. Which yeah, so uh, right. we'll see him come back for a little bit there. Um, America with his pulse. By the way, I want to remind everybody: got sixty seconds right now. Tune into AMC. Even if you're going to listen to the show. 
DVR it, but make sure your televisions yes. are on yes. AMC. Make sure, because I don't care what anybody says about Nielsen's. It's the digital, digital age. They can know what we're watching. Right. Does it work if the sound's off? What now? Yeah. Does it work if you have the TV on and the sound's off? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Okay, that counts. Perfect. You're a good man, Francis. I respect you. And also, yes. Francis, you know, you never know because the second wave is coming up in May for the new 52 where they're going to be dropping some titles and adding some new ones. So Hold keep on. your fingers crossed. Hold you on. might get to see a Shazam title. You might. I just got to say, I don't know what the hell is going on on Twitter, but I look down and I see my wife referring to other people in the NetHeads uh, thread oh, no. of consciousness. And she says to him, I just can't imagine getting laid in a TARDIS a little too kinky for me, I think. What the <laughs> hell is going on? What are we doing talking about Captain Marvel? I don't know. <laughs> well, do, we, do, we, do we need to shut it down right now? I think we might. I don't know what's going on. Do I have to have a talk with some of the listeners? What the hell? Anyway, <laughs> Francis, what's the weather like in Georgia? As long as we got you on the line, I want to know what's going on over there. It's very cool. Yeah, have you gotten any snow, any ice, any ice storms, anything like that? What's the haves? Well, it varies between being very cold and lukewarm. You know, when you say very cold, I, I, what's your definition, sir? Well, you need a jacket. <laughs> it's like he's living in California. Is it like and you know, and you know between... Rebel Stoke Jim right now is like, need a jacket? <laughs> need a jacket? That's what we call summer, you wimps. <laughs> is it the difference between Captain Marvel and Billy Batson? Do you have to say Shazam in order to go out and fear the cold? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's the only way you can gird up your loins to face the wind. Very good. I like I like that you, you mentioned loins. That's really good. All right, Francis, thanks for your call, man. We'll talk to you next week, I'm sure. Okay, thank you. Stay strong. Take care. All right. There we go. If you want to give us a call like Francis did, you can, and that's at 866-610-9455. Again, that number is 866-610-9455. And, you know, even when we're not on the air, I believe you can leave us a voicemail message if you want to, you know, share your thoughts during the week. Why not, right? Do it. it. That's what I'm saying. Do it. You can do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. I always love Francis's <laughs> phone calls. Like, okay, brace yourself. We're going to come in out of left field here in three, two, one, go. <laughs> I want to speak of the Trojans. Now my wife is apologizing. Don't apologize, honey. You got something going on. That's cool. And I'm referring to my wife. Just want to be clear. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, and just lightly back on Shazam. I've, I've, if you've played the Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, he's the worst character to play with the whole time. I'm just like, ah, why, why am I being Captain Marvel? He's such a putz. Why is that? He's got the power of six gods. I know, Except but he has the so... brain of a twelve year old. Uh, exactly. No, no, not, but not when he be, not when he becomes Captain Marvel. No, then, yeah, he's, he's still, still a kid. Girl. Oh, by the way, can somebody please explain to me how Marvel and DC can both have Captain Marvels? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Well, because one is Marvel. Marvel? Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Is that like Carvel? Is it involving Fudgy the Whale? <laughs> oh, hold on a second. I think I may have accidentally lost America. <laughs> so. You know what? I would actually love Fudgy the Whale to be a comic book. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Let me get him back. There we are. Somebody was calling, and I, I accidentally added him wrong. Sorry about that, America. No, no, it's all good. So anyway, uh, call or whoever you work, call again. It's okay. We'd love it. Uh, so uh, the cool thing is the people on the East Coast, they have seen themselves the walking dead now. 
and they're into comic book men. Yeah, they're they're nice. they're into it deep. Yes, they are deep balls in. Oh, why do you we guys always have to take it there? That's I don't know. For me, that's one of those terms I just don't like. I was talking oh. about sweetest balls, man. The meatballs, yes, in yes. my mouth. <laughs> I am like six Swedish balls into this episode. <laughs> yeah, even Kevin Smith just tweeted, "Here we go, comic book men starts now." Holy shit, my friends are on AMC TV. That's dude. That's I mean, that's how that's cool the, is that? Yeah, that's the most awesome part. How jazzed he is about having his 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 buddies on. You know, that's just awesome. It's just how jazzed we are to have them on there. The 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 part that I love the most is just the fact that Walt Flanagan is on television. <laughs> there is there is no gentleman I think that looks more uncomfortable. Not on air, but just it, it, the very concept I would have imagined of being on the show is where I'm going with this. Uh, caller, you're live on the air. Where are you calling from? Who are you? Hey, well, I'm Trent, and it's Jason. Hey, oh, it's Jason, what's up, guys? guess what? It's America, too. We're all here. What's up? I've heard. How you doing, I'm, sir? Uh, I'm doing good. Good. What do you got for us this week? Well, you were talking about like old TV shows from the past and whatnot. Yeah. You know the show Sliders? Oh, Sliders. Who couldn't forget Sliders? Sliders was a great concept that got uh, just went AWOL. It did. Uh, You know, the first season was good, and I think even the second season was was pretty decent. Uh, Except, you know, then I think it was near the end of the second season where the network got heavily involved. And they uh, started making them do like a, mo- a universe of a movie concept recreation a week. You know, whatever was hot, whatever was in theaters. It seemed like they were doing a show where they slid into a, re- a universe where that was the reality. And then once it went to the sci-fi channel, boy, it just went to hell quick. <laughs> was that around the time where they decided to go to dinosaurs? Am I remembering <laughs> this correctly, that there was a dinosaur version of the sliders? I don't remember that. Because I know it, it got really weird. Because there was a certain point where uh, Rise Davies decided he wanted off the show, and that was around the same time I think that they introduced Kari Wurr, and then you know they got rid of his character, and so then the weird and strange thing is that in the second season they had that one episode where they slid into a universe where the entire world had been decimated by an alien race that also had the ability to slide between universes. Um, and you know, these are like quantum universes in case you've never watched the show sliders, they sliding and sliding referred to this term, this, uh, you know, uh, bridge creating a portal. Yeah. They would create a wormhole into alternate yes. universes. And you know, the whole point is the timer uh, that they had, you know, you'd have that long in the universe and it was also coded to get you back home safely. And naturally after, you know, he goes to show all his friends how cool it is, uh, and his professor, it, the timer gets jacked and now they're hopping from reality to reality. Um, but anyway, so they introduced this thing and these aliens that were also sliders were, you know, introduced. And that was the concept I think they ran with on the first season of the sci-fi series. You know, it kind of gave them a common, common enemy and people to go after. It's like, uh, it turns out that Jerry O'Connell's character wasn't really from his universe. His parents were from another universe and slid him in there because I've, and I don't want to say, was it the Cro-Mags? That's what it was. I thought. See, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was alien. I mean, excuse me. I thought it was dinosaurs. But yeah, Cro-Mags. Sorry. Yeah, there we go. Is it, Jason? Am I right? Was it the Cro-Mags that they were uh, in competition with? I think. It, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it just it, from there it just got even weirder because that was 
the first the season where they suddenly brought Jerry O'Connell's brother into the cast, and oh, yeah. and then the following season, you know, they lost Jerry O'Connell. So they came up with this thing where somehow in the slide he got uh, merged with his uh, with a counterpart of him that doesn't look anything like him, <laughs> and those two kind of got blended together. Yeah, so that way they could have his character still be there, which is a great idea. And it just got worse and worse, and it's too bad because it was it really it was a show I really really liked. It was a great concept, and it just went to hell. I was just happy to see the guy from My Secret Identity. What now? Oh, uh, I was saying I'm just happy to see the guy from My Secret Identity back on TV when Sliders came on. Because I believe that's what the show where uh, Jerry O'Connell when he was a little kid. That's correct. That yes. Yes. He went from he went from being the fat kid on Stand By Me <laughs> to the to the skinnier, super empowered kid on My Secret Identity to a quantum Physics, physics genius in sliders. Yes. And it's been downhill for him ever since. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, oh, God. What did I see? Uh, you know but when you stay home sick and you just watch random on, stuff that's on, on television? He did successfully slide into a universe, though, where he was very <laughs> able to marry a supermodel. So good on yes. him. Yes. <laughs> he hosted the Rachel Ray show a few weeks ago. Wow. <laughs> Things are looking up. Anyway, so sorry, you is that what you were going with? You were you were home and you saw him on Rachel Ray or something else? Go ahead. Where were you going with your story before I rudely cut you off? No, that that that, that was it. Oh gosh, it's just it's, the, uh... He's gonna become the new permanent guest host with uh Kelly Rippa. That's what that's his future. <laughs> he was on a couple of episodes of Vegas as well. Um been watching the reruns on that i was like hey look terry o'connell is doing vegas all right yeah continue. another short lived in that uh tv show at uh, las vegas like i saw like first two uh seasons he was there i think the third one he left or something yeah i think he got replaced with dean kane at one point <laughs> yeah cash jacobs always work out really good uh especially when they're like hey i want to go into the movies you know because uh look look what happened to david caruso he's like nypd blue i'm hot shit i'm gonna get into the movies screw all y'all now where is he now he's on csi miami right he did he did have a show on tv a while back maybe last year where he was a lawyer a lawyer or some sort with his partner oh jerry o'connell yeah. Yeah, you threw me for it. He did. Didn't oh. last. None of them last anymore. That's the whole point. Huh. Guy can't catch a break. Uh, but anyway, you know, David Caruso, he thought he was too good for TV. He got booted. And now Catherine Heigl, who left, um, what is it, oh. Grey's Anatomy? Yep. Now she's yep. begging to come back on the show. Yep. Please, uh, anything to get her to stop making movies. White people problems, man. <laughs> Damn. Like, I'm too, right? I'm too hot for TV now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and do movies. What do you mean there's not many movies for me to do? I want to get back on TV. <laughs> anyway, Jason, thanks for your call, man. Have a good week, all right? Well, well I was going to ask you, have you ever skimmed through the uh, iTunes store or iPod store or whatever? Because I found a game that I think you would get addicted to. Which is? Funny. Doctor Who. Oh, they have a Doctor Who game for the uh, for the iPhone? Yeah, I told Trent a while back, and he like he said like he wouldn't heal from you for months after. Oh well, thanks for well. Obviously, he was looking out for me. I wasn't aware of it at all. But I'll check it out now. Thanks. There goes all. Well, I spend a lot of time on a commuter train, so that'll work. All right, man. Thanks a lot for your call. All right. 
No problem. Have a good you one, sir. Take care. You too. And make sure you have comic book men on, dude. Come on now. Company yes. man. That's who I am. Through and through. A man of comics. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, Venator 2000 said, uh, uh, there you go. Refer to America as Kelly Ripa. I'm the new Kelly Ripa. <laughs> Wow, look at you guys. He even, and, and you gotta give Jason credit. He even stuck with the concept of the show. He's like, hey, I think I got an, uh, an iPhone game you'd like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he was right down there. Cause when it comes to technology, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. I just know I'm in hot pursuit of a, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with it, but I'm in hot pursuit of a MacBook Air now. I don't know why. I'm obsessed with the concept though. What, what, what concept? Just that it's a, that it's a, you know, more affordable Apple computer or what? Uh, ultra lightweight, affordable Mac based computer. Yeah. Okay. That's, I don't know why I'm upset, but I am. I gotta get me one. <laughs> I'm gonna go used though. I'm gonna go used and I'm gonna go with last year's model because I can't, I just can't justify the cost. I can't. Sure, it'll be a little bit higher powered, but I don't need my keyboard to light up. I just don't. Oh wait, it lights up? Uh, yeah, the new Mac, yeah. the keyboards are backlit. Yeah, all the keyboards. The, the, so that way, know. so that way you can, you know, you can, you can compute at night with the lights off. You can because wear the, your sunglasses at night and type. Yeah. Because the screen never lights up your, your keyboard. Actually, no. Usually if you angle them up, it doesn't exactly illuminate the whole keyboard. Smart ass. <laughs> go ahead. Go, go get your Chromebook, turn out all the lights, and then try typing out Quetzalcoatl. Go ahead. Let's see how close you come to accurate, friend. And you have to look at your keyboard, you know, because yeah. obviously you have to type that way. Right. Yeah. So come on, dude. No, I, I look, I can type by touch, but even I still need to see the keyboard sometimes. Sure. Looking yeah. for the ending key. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Crystal's saying, I'm still waiting to see on how the rest of us rank in this NetHeads universe. Why? The, the hierarchy. Why? All these people are suddenly competing. Why? Why? That pl- folks, we love you all. You're all of yes. equal level and stature. All netheads. They're just. Are, are people starting to get bitter because America is like on the panel now? Is that what it is? I don't know. I think we're all Kelly Rippas in in our own sense. I am. <laughs> Deep down inside, I'm Kelly Rippa. Can I be Kathy Gifford? <laughs> oh, can I be Frank? Because I like showing up randomly for no reason. You want to be Frank Gifford. He wants to be Kathy Lee Gifford. Okay. Uh, hey, you know, I'll, look, I'll look past Frank's uh, sexual exploits and love him for, for who he is. Oh, Lord. I don't know where this is going. I we don't know. the barrel scrapers, man. We, we, we're easy to please. I don't know what has happened. The show has just officially gone to hell. Oh gosh! There goes America turning off his microphone to cough. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry for the clicking. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway. It's quite all right. He actually said, "Oh, that's what." Uh, by the way, did you hear? Yeah, I did. But I was <laughs> last week. I was sitting here going, "What the hell is that? <laughs> what is, is that? It, is it, do I have a? Do I have something? Because you know, you remember, I threw the cabling back together really quick in this place. And I'm like, is it? Did I miss something? Is there something touching something? Should I not move? Because I keep hearing an electronic click. What is it? What is going? Oh, sorry. Router Ninja says, "No, well, you have to love one of us more." <laughs> I will not do it. I I, l- I won't I do love it. You more. Just okay. leave it as ambiguous as that. It's hey, getting awkward. 
speaking of love, you two with uh, significant others, uh, just uh, Tuesday's coming up quickly. Oh, Lord. Uh-oh. Valentine's Day. Here we go. So, you know, you're, you may be listening. I got to give everyone some advice. Uh, that's I knew I was going somewhere with the Ikea story because I'm a man of practicality. Okay. Sure. I, deep inside, I'm a romantic. But uh, if there's any one thing that's been established over the past 21 years that I've known my wife, it's the fact that I suck at giving gifts. <laughs> okay. I am just phenomenally bad. Okay. I am horrible. I mean, I am just deplorable. Uh, I also seem to have a really great running track record of ordering flowers that don't get delivered. I don't know what that's all about, but let's move on from this point. <laughs> oh, shit. So that's we, a story that we don't need to hear, I'm guessing. So we were coming back from the Ikea, okay? And uh, Ikea is located in Emeryville. We live in Brentwood. And, like, I don't want to say the halfway mark between the two, uh, but there is a city called Walnut Creek, California. You may have heard of it. Uh, and in there, they have a, a, a very nice downtown shopping area. And on the way, I'm like, hey, you know what? I know this doesn't sound as romantic and it'd be early, but why don't we go by Tiffany and you pick out something? Wait, as in like Tiffany, Tiffany and, and company yeah. and co? Yeah, Tiffany and co. Wow. You know them. Now, before you all think, oh my God, Will is a big spender. I'm not talking about that. But you know. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I wanted to get her something nice. You know, I'm like a bracelet, a necklace, something. Let's stop by. And she, the whole time she's like, no, that's, are you kidding? That's ridiculous. They're probably closed. We go by, sure enough, they're open. And she's like, no, I was dressed for Ikea. I'm not walking into Tiffany. And I'm like, look at that guy. He's a ball cap and uh, a flannel shirt. We can go in. And, uh, and I bought my wife a nice bracelet. It's got a heart on it with a key, you know, and a little lock in the middle of the heart. And, uh, and, and, and I just said, happy Valentine's Day. I love you. You're worth every penny. Or no, she's, she kept saying like, oh no, no, I can't get this. It's too much. I'm like, aren't you worth it? At which point she looks at the whole counter's like, well, if it's what I'm worth. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> let me get, I'll take all of this section, that section, and there will be no mortgage paid this month. Um, but I, and I don't, now was that shallow of me? Was that stupid to do guys? What's your opinion on this? Go for it. Well, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> America's like, you unromantic bastard. Let's hear the answer first. America's like, oh, thanks, dick. Now you've, <laughs> now you've really set the standard. <laughs> no shit. Anyway. But they, no, Will, I, here's the thing. I, and I've kind of, you know, I'm single, so <laughs> I don't know if I can really weigh in accurately. But I think if, you know, money's just a tool. And if, if you're not using it like a hammer, what's it worth? Hell yeah, I like that. No, but I specifically meant about the fact that I'm just like, hey, let's stop by because it's not Valentine's Day, and I'm not. It's not like I, oh, here's a surprise. I, I love you, and I. Oh, love you. right. Because right. you know, I, I was actually thinking about. I, I was thinking about some type of bracelet, or I know they have a lot. Uh, they have the sterling silver necklace with like this sterling silver key on it too that I thought she might like. You know, if I had gone in, I would not have picked what my wife picked. So that's the other reason. I'm like, you deserve exactly. something special. I want you. Rather than me getting you something and maybe yep. getting it right, I'd like you to pick out what you would like. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That's pretty I, awesome, actually. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Right on. See, see, to me, when when Ruth um, Ruth likes to show me her Amazon wish list, and what I do is I use that as a template to get her other things, not the things that she necessarily you know has chosen, but things that I think uh, she would like as well just because based off of her tastes you know on her wish list 
So I tend to use that as a guide uh, for the most part. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, yeah, I think that that's definitely another way to go. I mean, one of the best ways to go, actually, because that way, you know, she'll like it. Hey, look at that. First of all, uh, Jim, uh, who hosts uh, Soundbite Nation after us, he's a Northgate graduate, which is in Walnut Creek, so represents her. Um, somebody else said something funny, though. Uh, A.K. Marchese, I guess is the way it's pronounced. I don't know. Nethead's Will is the kind of guy to buy a Tiffany's box and a 25-cent ring. <laughs> And, uh, and, and Crystal's saying, it's good if you suck at gifts. Well, good. I did the, I did the right thing. No, I, that's the thing. If you keep the Amazon wish list is God's gift to married men because oh, if, God, yes. if it's kept accurate and up to date, it's an excellent shopping guide. So ladies, if you're hearing the sound of our voice and you want to make sure you get the kind of things you're looking for, put together an Amazon wish list and make sure your man's aware of its location. Yes. Cause please, we, you know, we're really not that smart. Um, and, and we we like to be guided uh, a lot of the times. Much. <laughs> Will Fengar, you know, I think he sums it up best on Twitter when he says, "The only opinion that matters is your wife's." Very true. He's met my wife. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, he hasn't met my wife, but you know, it's because it, let's face it, folks. If uh, Mama's happy, everyone's happy. If Mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. Ain't nobody happy. <laughs> It ain't my house. That's all I'm saying. Um, so yeah, that's the thing. Now, America, it's, it's interesting. We have a, we have a wide spectrum of, uh, of, of what goes on on Valentine's Day here. Personally, I, you know, I, I've already bought my wife her gift. There may be something else. Who knows? But, you know, then, then there's Valentine's Day itself. I have to go to work. I'm not going to get home till 6.30. So, you know, I'll, I'm going to try and be as romantic and cool as possible, but I'm here. Now, America, uh, your lady is on the entire different side of the world. What do you do for Valentine's Day, or do you guys have an agreement? I don't know what's going on, so don't let well, me don't let me set you up for failure here. I hope I'm done that. <laughs> well, we no, 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 no. Actually, oh. she hates Valentine's Day. Uh, Praise she's not Jesus! A not a fan of it. Here, here, here's the catch. I actually love Valentine's Day. Not Aww. necessarily the commercialism Aww. or anything that it stands for. I actually like the idea of celebrating a day of a dude who gave his life to secretly wed people under against the law. And they got his hands cut off for the favor. Right. I kind of like that. This guy kind of he, – he did it all for love. And you know that's what the day is named after. Obviously, you know, it is a – commercial day it is it's it's a ridiculous day to go buy things and whatnot um we i i, I have get, bought uh some presents because i actually uh like the day she's actually gotten me something you know so you know ex, you know a really nice exchange there but she's not a fan of the day i'm a, i'm more of a fan of the day i celebrate it anyways uh um, america or, just buys himself flowers gives yeah, himself yeah. a nice massage just to make himself feel pretty lavender bath yes <laughs> I think I need to be pretty once in a while. I don't blame you. So, uh, Trent, for the for the Valentine's Day, uh, what are you going to be spending in, uh, your time in the bottom of of what bottle are you going to be in the bottom of on Valentine's Day? You know, what's, I've, what's I've really been into Clan McGregor lately because it's cheap and filling. <laughs> <laughs> Not cheap wine and Sprite. That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, just just give me some scotch. Some cheap scotch. In all seriousness, I mean, what are you doing? Is is Trent on the prowl? Um, to to be honest, I'll I'll probably be doing homework. So wow. there's that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, he love he might love homework. So yeah, yeah sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Homework, I love you so much. I wish you were much longer and worded. <laughs> That's just creepy at the thought of what he does with those textbooks then. <laughs> and gives me a whole new nightmare at the thought of a paper cut. Turns it in and it's like, these pages are sticking together. I don't know why. Oh, she went so there. weird. They're crusty. <laughs> yes, if you notice, all the eyes are, have little hearts over them. That's sweet. <laughs> That's just romantic. Well, anyway, guys, I, I don't mean to uh, cut us even shorter than we usually are. Oh, that's a bad reference after what we just talked about. But, <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's some happenings going on, and we want to make sure Soundbite Nation gets their uh, full play just in case. There Something might else be, happens. Just in case. Yeah. So, just in ca- yeah. so I think it's time for us uh, to bid everyone adieu. I hope you have been watching Comic Book Men, and please enjoy the rest of it, um, because uh, gosh knows I have. And uh, and that's it for this week. So uh, you guys got anything you want to plug? Um, happy Valentine's Day. Very good. Happy Valentine's Day, and for the love of God, West Coasters, comic Ben. Yes, yeah, you got jump on that. You got some time, folks. Just get in there, because hey, you know who knows. Nielsen <laughs> families might listen to us. I doubt it, but they could. <laughs> they're here rating us as they're watching. It's like, yes, let's re- let us rate them on. If they could, they would rate oh, us. Well, not uh, listening live, I hope, because if they are, then they're screwing up comic book men. Those bastards. Damn it. Damn those Nielsen's. All right, folks. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. I always appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, of course, you can follow Trent at a part of him on Twitter. You can follow Americo. He's Americo76. I'm NetheadWW. The show is NetHeads on air. Until next time, my name's Will. My name's Trent. My name's Americo. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.